New mic, new earphones. Who the fuck is it? It's me, Shut Up Chanel, bringing you a solo episode this week. I can't believe it. I think it's the microphone that I hand crystalled that motivated me to do this, but I don't really know. I actually think it's my excitement that we just finished the Marco Marco show in New York City, September 9th, 2023. It was our first show in five years. It was Marco's first fashion show in five years. It was the 20th anniversary of their company. And I was so fucking excited. Two and a half months ago, Marco and Chris brought me into the office and said, hey, we got this offer to do this Marco Marco show at this amazing music festival. Diplo's DJing. Do you think we can make it happen? And I said, yes. <laughs> I don't know if I should have, but I'm glad that we did because we're here right now and I get to talk to you about it. So tomorrow I'm going to have JC meet me at Marco studio to ask me some follow-up questions of questions I wouldn't even think people would want to know the answers to. But I'm here to give you my I don't know, my interpretation, my experience. It was September 9th, 2023, New York City, Central Park. It was Dreamland's music festival that we attached ourselves to, and we broke a Guinness Book world record for most attendees at the fashion show, the first fashion show. Um, To get this Guinness Book world record was over a 1,000, and we beat them. We had close to 6,000 attendees, and it was magical. During the time, I thought my world was crashing, that it was never going to get, that I wasn't going to get all 40 models there, that the look, like, there's just so much always in the back of your mind of, like, is this going to, like, is this going to happen? Like, are we going to do it? Am I going to, like, am I, are Marco and I going to be standing there sending the models off? like in all of their looks ready to go or is it all going to come crumbling this is i believe my ninth or tenth my like eighth ninth or tenth marco marco show and they've all started (laughs) and they've all had a final model model walk so even in like the stress of thinking you know that that voice in your head that's like you're not going to do it you're not going to be able to like you're not going to finish we finished, we did it, and it was it was magical. I'm sitting here on my couch one week later, just now being able to reflect on everything that that I got to experience. Um, it was a family affair. I couldn't have asked for a more beautiful cast. Um, I kept like pinching myself because it was just every, even every fitting that went long everyone was just so happy to be there and that's like an amazing an amazing feeling but i've been doing the marco mark as you've heard on the pod so far i've been doing the shows with marco and chris for the last 13 years so it was like really i didn't even know I needed it. I don't even think the models knew that they needed it. I hope that like once the dust settles, Marco realizes that he needed it. (laughs) 
we did the event it was fucking nuts and now i'm reading this new york post article um so the record groundbreaking event featured a catwalk from marco moranti the brains behind the namesake label marco marco making his first runway presentation in five years the queer people are breaking the record um it was a quote um one of my favorite quotes from the article was right after the show jake came up to me and was like where's marco the new york post is here and i was like he's having a moment with his dad give him a minute and he was like no they need to talk to him now and so eventually marco went and talked with the reporter from new york post and then literally as we were leaving the venue to go back to our penthouse for the after party the the article already came out so we all sat on a bench in um central park and read it together um diplo was supposed to dj our whole show but there was like a little bit of like not drama but like just like stressed out people trying to make things work within a time limit and not realizing that fashion shows like take so much work um we had over 37 models to get ready hair makeup wigs nails looks um shoes accessories like entourages like it was just it was a lot and um the fact that we even like made it to the venue um i'm still like shocked that i did that one of marco's um just before 8 p.m diplo emerged behind the booth to a jam-packed sea of fans who jumped to the beat of his tracks as they eagerly awaited the marco marco presentation marco marco show um which featured an estimated 40 avant-garde pieces that dazzled in the technicolor light show we need joy morante said um to the post backstage after the show we're trying to bring that out when we can um the article goes on to say the collection was gorgeous and um marco said to break a world record is camp it feels like something that's so ridiculous at the same time the guinness book of world records was something that i loved when i was a kid same i remember getting that big book from like the book fair it was like so big the like when the guinness when it was like a nice one um and i loved looking through that and to think that i was a part of a guinness book world record with my family um my marco marco family is an amazing is an amazing thing and i talked about it in therapy the other day and she was like girl that was that was like historical so it feels really good it feels really good to be back every time i do a marco marco show i like i there's this like inner critic that comes inside my head and is like can you still do it like is this like was this something that you could only do when you were younger <laughs> because it's a lot like it's a lot of like keeping the models on board just there's lots that i really should just have an episode where i go over everything that i do in the show i started a journal because willem told me to um of like all the things that i'm responsible for doing the marco show but yeah we did it we did it again there were a couple moments during the day where i literally remember being like i don't know if you're gonna get everyone there but we did it was a success i think the looks turned out amazing i've never had such like an outpour from my friends of gratitude and yeah so let's see what questions jc has for me 
On the couch with me is JC O'Day, who's going to ask me some questions about the Marco Marco show. First off, say hi to everyone, JC. Hi, everyone. It's JC O'Day, the president of the Chanel Perla fan club. And I'm so excited to be here to drill Chanel Perla with questions. Oh, my God. Well, first off, how was your experience? Because this was your first Marco Marco show that you helped with. Mm-hmm. It was. It was iconic. It was everything. And it was really cool to see how everything behind the scenes works oh my god so i'm dying to like know i'm just dying to know what kind of questions you have for me so let's get into it okay chanel whenever anyone has a question about anything and they ask someone that's not chanel that person always says i don't know go ask chanel go find chanel go ask her that's a chanel question don't ask me and you know, Chanel really does know it all. Do you enjoy being like that go-to person? Like, I feel like you have the responsibility of like directing everyone, giving everyone the information. Do you like that? Is that enjoyable? <laughs> Honestly, it really is. Okay. Um, <laughs> I love to be stressed. Like, I think that's where I thrive. I think like I naturally have like this instinctive personality to want to be like the leader and the one that like has the answer to everything and it's annoying in real life but like at a fashion show it's really um useful (laughs) period all right what's your next one you know marco marco's show has so many icons whether it's nightlife or the entertainment industry or people that think they're iconic in their mind i don't know and chanel you're friends with a lot of these people with big personalities and do you think that working with your friends and not having strictly like a professional relationship, like it's not just work because you guys have like a previous relationship going into it. Do you think that sometimes maybe feelings get hurt, things get a little messy, like if someone's not cast in the show or they don't get the look that they want, do you think people say, hmm, you know, they take it a little more personal with with it because it's not just work. Mm-hmm. Is that hard or does it get a little messy ever? <laughs> Um, yes, it does get messy and, and yeah, I am a natural people pleaser. And so I, and, and I hold a lot of guilt. So like, I think because we have this relationship where it's like, they know they can text me at midnight or they could text, you know, like they could like really let me know if they're like stressed or, or fearful or like they know they can like message me at like midnight and be like I want to see my look where they wouldn't like normally text like the other another casting director and ask like the type of question so it's a lot of pressure on me one because I do want to make sure like everyone's happy from like start to finish but maybe that's also why we have such an enjoyable time because we're always like like we're expressing our needs and wants like from start to finish like does that make sense yeah it's like you guys are like comfortable with each other so it like makes everyone happier in the end maybe yeah like and it, and it has got messy like i think with the show i mean there's like times where like during the process like i will go ghost like i don't answer text messages i don't go out in west hollywood because i i am fearful of like not someone not feeling included or um I like everyone to be happy. That is like, that's like a gift and a curse is that whenever I'm like in a work environment, I do want everyone around me to be happy and having a good time. So with that comes like the pressure of like making sure everyone's happy all the time. You know, like the next, the morning after the show when everyone tells me like how good of a time they had or like they they come to me and say like, 
what a joyful experience I made it for them. Like, that makes it all worth it. And I think, like, also, like, see, I hate that, like, people even, like, make you feel any other type of way. Because here's the thing. No one's out here booking queer people like Chanel Perlo and Marco Marco. And that also needs to be talked about because who else was putting drag queens in New York Fashion Week shows before this? Literally nobody. So I feel like the fact that any queer people on this scale are like celebrated and like are getting all these experiences should be celebrated on its own and not like turned into a petty situation because i think like any queer representation on a stage like that is so sickening and major that it's like let's not turn it into something that it's not so i applaud you for that and when you started like being when you started casting marco's shows did you always think that it was going to like turn into you like literally running it like was that like did that just like happen or was that like talked about that like chanel's going to be like backstage making everything happen and not just like picking out models yeah it's that's so weird and that's why like you can't like it all evolved naturally on its own like my job on Drag Race was to take care of the queens and make them happy and then from that it evolved into like me wanting like it, it was the brink of drag queens becoming famous and I wanted to be there for it like I wanted to be on the on the tours like I wanted to see people falling in love with them because I loved them so much and then when Marco and I decided to do the first fashion show when he decided I mean he came he was like listen I got this offer to do this fashion show but I don't want to like I don't want to tell them that we're not using cis women like he's like I just want to let them think that we're doing a woman's wear collection and like cast all drag queens and and he was like you would be the perfect per person for that because you're leaving drag race and you know all the girls like at that point I had like everyone in my Rolodex and so it kind of and then with my production background like I'm just a like we're just I think people that work in TV become like natural born hustlers like we know how to move fast and quick and and so it kind of just evolved to me, like, kicking ass backstage on its own. <laughs> but for the people listening that don't know who Jay-Z O'Day is, Jay-Z O'Day came into my life via Instagram, and I was like, who's this sickening girl? Um, and she had watched the Marco Marco show since she was a little girl. So I do have a question. Like, how did you find the Marco Marco show? How old were you? Do you remember, like how the Marco Marco show came into your life before even like meeting any of us. Okay, probably, I feel like I was like mm, 13, 12, I don't know. Like, um, yeah, probably like 12 years old on YouTube and like it was probably just like recommended because I was like getting into my like drag race era. Like I was like, this was like my like intro to everything. And like, that's how like Chanel Perlo, the icon, the legend was introduced to me. And ever since then, I've been obsessed. I've been intrigued. I've been like, this is, here's the thing. Everyone loves the people around Chanel. Baby, I'm focused on the main girl. She's the real it girl. So I think Chanel blessing us with not only this podcast, but so many amazing things. I'm very grateful. And I also worked so hard to get Chanel to follow me on Instagram. Like, you guys don't know. Like, it took years of, like, commenting on her posts, like, whatever. And then I got, like, announced to host this party in West Hollywood, and she followed me after that. And you know what? I have a screenshot of it, too. I was like, Chanel Perlow followed you, like, 12 seconds ago. And I was like, yeah, this is, it felt correct. So, the worlds have mended, and this is my mother. Hi, <laughs> yay! My... <sighs> My drag daughter. Okay, any other questions you have for me? And she she worked her ass off backstage at this Marco Marco show. So what a full circle moment for you. It was. 
do you have any more questions okay something that i thought was interesting chanel's like vibe and attitude the day before the show versus the day of the show were like completely different and i thought it was like the funniest thing well okay it wasn't funny in the moment but like looking back i'm like bitch like miss girl was stressed the day before and like literally we were like it was the night before the show we were like all in the penthouse like cramming like trying to get everything done and like nix would like come up to me and be like can you go ask your mom this can you go ask your mom that and like no one wanted to be the one to like add to chanel's plate and like so like everyone would like come to me and be like can you ask chanel for us because no one wanted to do it so like i was like the one having to ask chanel like for certain things and it was like i felt so bad but then baby we came in that second day day of the show miss chanel perlo she was happy she was chipper she was ready to go she said it's show day let's go so what for you like switches to be like okay she went from stress to ready what what was that well i just think there's something about like knowing that the show's in 24 hours the day before that's terrifying and we the collection was made in la we flew with it with half the cast to new york so there was still like 30 fittings that i had to get done in 24 hours and so the day before it was literally me talking to over 30 people coordinating their schedules with what marco's team when like the look would be ready for a fitting so it was just like i hadn't slept i hadn't eaten i knew that like this was marco's crucial time like this was like the last moments to get everything fit and done and i also like had to talk to so many personalities and coordinate their schedules in new york city which is already and then stressed about how long they're waiting there and like it was just like it's a lot of pressure on me the day before but show day i'm like let's fucking go like we're here whatever's gonna happen is gonna happen because it's show day like let's just fucking have fun you know but I'm really dying inside. <laughs> I was like die, like I just like I. That's the day where I'm like on, where I'm like everyone needs to see me chipper, happy because that like sets the tone for the whole day and the show. So you are originally an East Coast girl. So does New York Fashion Week like? Well, New York Fashion Week is obviously like so major and crazy. But is it special to you to like have a show in New York versus like an LA show, even though we're technically LA girls? I know I don't like I don't even know where I fit because like I I'm was born in New Jersey I have like total East Coast vibes but we moved to San Diego when I was six years old so like it's weird but I'm not San Diego at all I think my parents were so East Coast that it just like there was no other way I was gonna be um but yeah when I'm in New York like it's super it's like it's a very like to your younger self kind of moment like, if I could have told myself at 10 years old, like, you know, and, like, I think that's, like, it's, like, a moment where you, I am, I'm, I'm proud. But an L.A. show would have been a lot easier, so. <laughs> like, L.A., everyone would have been here, the collection, like, but there's just something about being at New York Fashion Week that, like, yeah, I graduated from FITM, so it's, like, it's, like, and now I'm in casting, you know, so it's, like, it's kind of one of those moments where I'm, like, okay, like, it's, like, a full circle moment. And I love, yeah, I love New York Fashion Week. What was your favorite look from the show? Oh, I can't pick. If I had, no, if I had to pick, I mean, Dominique, like there's so many favorites. Dominique Jackson, favorite, like moment. Like there's this moment that I might have Marco talk about of like the craziness backstage that no one ever gets to see with Dominique. Um, so like that was one of my favorite moments. Manila was so fucking good like i think manila might be top manila oh 
and then the the milk, the milky milk, and um, and Brooklyn Heights. That moment, Brooklyn and milk moment. Oh, Aurora Sexton. But see, now I just said five names, and I have to keep going. Raja. I mean, they were all. Okay, my favorite, I base my favorite looks off of what I want to wear. Baby, that alien look that Manila was wearing was so sickening. The shoes, the hair, everything, and like the tool green alien face, like, are you, like, they were in their bag with that one. They really ate that one down, and like, it was so good, and it was so Manila too. Like, I love when a look just like fits someone so perfect, like it looks so like correct, like it just looks right, and like everyone just looks so good though, like, and like Aurora Sexton, I obsessed with her like obsessed we were kikiing all weekend long and like she's just everything to me she looks so good the makeup the look everything like it was so good yeah oh my god uh, this is our tutor boo uh, <laughs> um oh my god well this was fun I, this isn't the last time you're gonna hear jc on the pod um it really is like amazing watching you know the next generation come into West Hollywood and Jay-Z is the new it girl and I'm so proud of her so um yeah girl power you know what I mean um anything else you want to add Jay-Z I would like to say that Chanel Perlow walked so JC O'Day could run and that's on period so y'all remember that um remember who came before you and who paved the way Chanel Perlow and Marco Marco honey <laughs> I love that there's like so like when I came into the scene that was like always like one thing I said I was going to stay true to was like respect your elders like I found out who was before me and like 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 look you know like what's the word um like re like I don't know like educated myself on them you know what I mean I was like if I'm gonna hang out in this industry like I need to know who came before me and so I see that in you thing and I think it's also very refreshing when people that like like I said came before you or like are in a position that you would like to be in are you meet them and they're nice and kind because there are so many queens that I have like looked up to and whatever but I think that like me and Chanel are so similar in so many ways like the girls that get it get it and like she really like is just like the sweetest angel ever so I'm like glad that like I'm like it was like a good friendship bond and not like you meet a queen that like could care less about you and it's like okay like girl like you're just like another cis girl like we don't give a fuck you heard the detox and vicky episode like i was i was i was beaten down and so i don't want you to have to go through that okay i don't want queens putting gum in your hair <laughs> all right that was fun let's go bug marco how are you feeling i just feel like i'm like back in my own skin after what seemed like it was like only three days but it seemed like we were there like a year yeah it was like uh, uh. I don't know why did why did it seem like it took so long, <laughs> but also I, you you know today we were talking about how you uh, what did we see we saw some uh, Carmen's fart video yes <laughs> yes we saw Carmen's fart video and she looked like she was having such a great time and everybody looked like they were sitting around enjoying themselves and I think that was the first time you and I had seen it from the outside because it really felt like we were just like absolutely going to have to muscle through the last half of this because it was falling apart in our hands <laughs> and i and i was like thinking back and i was like is it like it's like that every time it's like we're so in the moment we're so like you're you're wanting to to put out like 
your yeah. work you know what i mean and and so you're in the moment and then until we're like sit back and reflect you actually get to see what you actually created the whole point is actually what happens like before the show because it's just like such a cool experience to be in a place that you've created that has so many important people to you in that one room and you all get to be yourselves and there's like no outside world and there's like none of this stuff that we all do with on a daily basis and we get to be creative and we get to see old friends and it's like you were saying Dominique said she felt like it's like a reunion and I feel like that way too and especially after the pandemic I mean that was so many years it felt like that we didn't connect with everybody and for so long it had been like set like clockwork we were going to get to see all our friends whatever with the show but uh the experience was amazing overall i think like right i mean it, it all just felt like an onslaught but like the the last like half hour right before the show went on and i think you and i like i went to where you should have been and you went to where i should have been and then when we both got there we were like oh my god <laughs> i'm not the person for this job <laughs> And like, you know, I got stuck on set uh, and you were with the girls and I was the one who was supposedly knowing what people were wearing and you were the one who was going to know how to take care of them when they got there. And like, we were both just like fish out of water. We Freaky Friday. Yeah, we Freaky Friday in the worst way. And, um, you know, girls were getting to backstage and some of them we still had to get dressed or we had to finish putting them together and... We, we're we about to go on. It's Dominique. I'm with her and Raja. And it's the very like last few people in the show. And she turns around and looks at me and just like, you know, one uh, breast has sort of like slipped out of the spaceship. And I'm just like covered in sweat, panicking. It's like a humid New York evening. It was like 90 degrees outside and raining. <laughs> like it was like drag queen, like, like worst scenario that you should be in ever yeah and then you know we were like outside in a park too so we didn't have any of the amenities that we normally have so it's like when we ran out of safety pins we were just out of safety pins <laughs> like like if we didn't have some kind of whatever whatever then like that just wasn't going to happen at that moment and you know we had that so many times down uh, you know down the lineup but uh yeah, so we got to Dominique and her tit fell out and I didn't have anything to put it back in with and I was trying to slip this spaceship back on, but of course it was strapless and uh, I think, you know, I ended up, the only thing I had on me was my VIP lanyard and I tore that and like <laughs> strung it through the back of the corset and then like like punched holes in the safe in the spaceship and uh tied it on and you know thank god it was dominique because only she would be like not furious with me for doing something like this you know and she's just standing there sort of like arms up in the air looking at me saying like yes creativity darling glamour glamour this is creativity and drag so like you know i was like th that was really like i was talking to my friend yesterday about it that was really the theme of the show was like there were these sort of like monumental sort of shifts uh, due to like circumstances that made us feel maybe at the time that like everything was falling apart. And then, you know, it would turn out even better because of that. And so, you know, um, my friend Tasha yesterday that she came by for fitting and she was saying how like when I had started making clothes, you know, all the seams were on the outside and I would use the wrong color thread and like, it was all about sort of like glorifying the mistakes. And um, she was like, you know, take a look at 
the measure with which you're measuring yourself like like whose standards are you using because like when you got into this the whole point of it was to disrupt those standards and like to sort of like celebrate the mistakes that you make and uh she's like and all you're talking about is like the things that went wrong that you know you would have wanted to cover up or you would have wanted so better and it's like those are not the people that you did this for in the first place so oh my god so what 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 do we do it for I mean, I think <laughs> we do it so that it's done, you know? I mean, <laughs> I, it's weird because it, it shouldn't be such a meaningful thing, but, like, for whatever reason, people connected with the energy behind it, and, like, you know, JC is so much younger than me that it's bizarre that she even, you know, has any affiliation with it at all, you know? So I think whatever that thing is like that's enough of a reason to do it you know mm -hmm. i feel the same way and it's like it's our chance to get to do some it's our chance to do something for the community that's like from us like we're creating something whole and putting it out there we're, we're not necessarily i mean it's always good for everybody to contribute and participate but like this is something that we get to do and it can be inspiring in whatever way it is or empowering or you know stupid whatever you whatever you want to think <laughs> um that was amazing i think i want to end it there because it was so good um i hope that you'll come back to the pod so we can do a real sit down me and you i'm pretty busy <laughs> what was that i'm pretty busy <sighs> i'm gonna get you before the season's over in the beginning she was like don't worry i'm gonna give you the mic back and then you can talk and then she looks at me like i'm crazy when i'm not talking but she's got it gripped to her chest so selfish what were you gonna say i was gonna say bye <laughs> bye here's a little shout out to chris because i just want to give him a shout out chris i love you chris is marco's business partner and been a part of the company for over 20 years and we all love you christopher i had to get 40 models dressed with marco's amazing team um, that he that he has Domino, Nick, Samara, Blake, Ben. You all fucking killed it. Everyone really worked so hard to get all the models dressed, ready. Our amazing hair and makeup team, James Vincent Artistry. I mean, the the makeup team was so on top of it. And I love working with you, James, and your team. And then we had Wigs and Grace, um, Gloria, you and your team were a lifeline and I couldn't have gotten through the Marco Marco show without you. I love you. Um, our show was supposed to go on around 8 p.m. I don't know if we went out until like 9.30. There was fear that like we wouldn't even, you know, get everyone out there in time, but we did. Um, <laughs> we really did. And I was so proud of all of the models for listening to me, letting me yell at you to get in line um i found out lance bass was there hey lance um that's insane that you were there that's full circle for me i mean nsync was my whole childhood um and now that i know you as an adult it's so weird so the fact that you were there i'm thanking you and just marco and chris for always believing in me and letting me be a part of this magic that we started over 12 years ago.
I really hope this is not our last Marco Marco show. I really think we still have more to give to the community and to the world. And I am proud of myself. It was like a huge question, like throughout the day, people. And that's when I'm like, like, do I seem not proud of myself? Because like when if a bunch of people come up to you and they're like, I hope you're proud of yourself. Like my like internal dialogues, like, wait, like, do I seem like I'm not proud or do I need to seem more proud or, or someone would be like, if no, if no one's told you, you should be proud of yourself. I'm proud of myself. I worked really hard. I'm here sitting here getting to talk about this like historical groundbreaking event with all of you and all of the people that were a part of it. I feel blessed. I feel grateful. I like, I, I pinch myself that I get to be a part of this. Um, so yeah, I'm really proud, but honestly like hearing that from my friends makes like sometimes that's all you want to hear like you just want to hear your best friend who like you're so like you are so inspired by like you just want to hear them say like I'm proud of you too you know so if there's anything you could take from this episode is tell your friends when you're proud of them because it really does inspire them and it should inspire them because you should hang out around people that inspire you so much that make you want to be a better person.